there. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is Fight for Faith. We have to fight to have faith. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are good, that you're in love with us, and that you are fighting with us. You are helping us, Lord. You're always with us to fight this good fight of faith and to make it. And we love you and praise you for that. And we know that that takes revelation knowledge. And so we receive that today. We receive your wisdom, your revelation knowledge. We thank you for helping us to understand your way of doing so that we can have your way in our life. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So, you know, having faith is a fight. First of all, having faith is uh, making a decision to get faith. Romans 10, 17 tells us that faith comes by hearing the word of God. And so we have to even fight to hear the word of God because if we don't make room for it, we're not going to get it. <clears throat> it's not going to automatically fall on us. Romans 10, 17 says faith comes from hearing the word of God. So you don't just hear it once, but you have to hear it. You have to make room for it. And, you know, when you start out doing that, if you've never done it before, the enemy is going to fight you. Jesus told us that in Mark 4. As soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to get it. And to hear the word and hear the word and hear the word is to develop in the word, to develop your relationship with God. And so, as Jesus said in Mark 4, there's all different stages and Satan is going to, the first thing he's going to try to do is get you to even from hearing it get you to the place where you can't even hear it. You're just too busy. I remember when I started, that's when we had telephones on the wall and a telephone. I had to take it off the hook because every time I would sit down to have time with God, it would ring. And you know, God says, those who seek me early will find me. And who calls you before three or four in the morning? And that's really when God wants you to get up. And in my life, I find that's when God wakes me up, when he wants to talk to me early in the morning before all those distractions take place. And so anyway, you got to get to know God to have faith in him. You can't trust them when you don't know. And that alone is faith. And that alone is a fight. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to read to you on Timothy 6. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life to which you were summoned and for which you confess the good confession of faith before many witnesses. And notice how it says for your eternity. You gotta have faith to have eternal life, and you gotta have faith to get to know God. And so <clears throat> you have to decide to get faith to get to know God. And so you're fighting not only for your faith here, but for faith for eternal life. And here God is calling us to be a witness He's calling us to fight to have the kingdom of God in our life. The kingdom of God is taken by force. Serving Jesus is a fight. It's a fight to live out your faith. And so the first fight, as I said, is to get the word in your heart. And Jesus said, what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. So you got to take the word of God in and just keep getting it and keep getting it. And the more faith that you get, the more word you get, the more faith you get, the more revelation knowledge you have. And that is just going to be how you naturally think. You're going to be coming in agreement with God. And coming in agreement with God takes faith. It's a decision that you decide that you're going to do. 
when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, it's a commitment. And then in that commitment, you got to get faith. And getting faith, you get revelation knowledge. And getting revelation knowledge is how you receive from God. And you have to have faith to receive from God. So in the middle of a circumstance, if you have been filling up with the word of God, you're going to turn to God. I just told you how when I got on the treadmill, if you haven't heard it, um, God um, healed me of ha passing kidney stones, the pain of it, three times. And it, the last time I got on the treadmill after using the restroom and I asked what was wrong with me and he told me and I was filled with faith. That's why I didn't panic. And so that's what you want to do before a crisis comes is you want to get filled up all the time so that you can just always turn to him. James 1.5 says you can ask for wisdom and God, who is the giving God, gives to all liberally without fault finding. So you can just ask him and he's going to tell you what's going on. And so faith comes by hearing the word of God. When I got on the treadmill and God told me what was wrong, I had faith and I had an answer to the circumstance I was in. And so any circumstance that you're in, the Word of God tells us um, in Romans that we'll never be disappointed when we trust Him. And so in a circumstance where <clears throat> you think that right here and right now you need an answer and um, you can get one from God and it's an eternal answer. But in the world, you get a temporary answer. You get a temporary fix and it might be instant you know, you get that quick gratification right away in the world. There's always a quick answer, but it doesn't last forever. And we just read we need to be fighting for our eternity. So in the world, you can get that temporary answer. And um, it's temporary. But with God, you might not get your circumstance changed right away, although you could. But He's going to give you that eternal answer. What is seen is temporary. What is unseen is eternal. When my son was born, um, God was showing me that he didn't want to just give me a quick fix, but he wanted me to learn how to live in his kingdom where I could have blessings flowing in my life all the time. And he wanted me to get to know him and how to live by his precepts so that I could live in his kingdom blessed all the time. Blessed when I go in, blessed when I get out. You know, James 1 says to count it all joy, all joy when you have a crisis going on, because in that you're going to get to the place, you're going to get developed, you're going to get to the place where you're not lacking anything. And he said to count it all joy. So when the enemy comes against you, when you get in a situation where you're actually going to be learning how to live in the kingdom of God, it's a good thing. Because you're going to get to the other side, and the other side is blessed when you go in, blessed when you go out. Not lacking anything, James says. You're going to get to the place where you don't lack anything. You're going to have a revelation knowledge. You're going to know how to live in the kingdom of God, where you can have all that Jesus came to give us. And you know, um, so many people wonder, I was thinking of this this morning, if it be God's will, you know what Jesus said? Anything is possible for him who believes. So anything you believe is his will. Isn't that amazing? So whatever circumstance you're in, he's not going to say no. He's going to say, yeah, if you can believe it, you can have it. And so to believe it takes faith action. 
James 2.17 tells us that. And so in a crisis that you might be in, and you just think you need a fix straight away, <clears throat> you can actually go to God instead of trying to get a fix straight away and go to, get, go to Him and ask for His wisdom. And He's going to give you the eternal answer. And His way is always a faith action thing. It's always a revelation. It's always acting like you already have the answer before you have it, which in the world doesn't make sense because you look irresponsible. You look like you look crazy. <laughs> when, when I was believing God to heal my leg, I looked crazy. I, I could feel the bone shifting. I was going shopping. I went to the gym. And um, the coolest thing is I, was, I wasn't taking anything for pain in the end. And I had no pain. So it doesn't make any sense. But when you act like you believe God before you got what you're believing God for is how you get it in his kingdom. And you got to be truly connected to him to live in that place. You have to have faith. You have to be hearing the word. You have to be in connection with him. You don't sit around watching TV and listen to gossip and gossip and just live any old way you want and then have his will in your life. Have that thing that you're believing for in your life because you're not going to be having faith. You're going to be having fear. You know, anybody, I'm thinking of another time where I took my son to the doctor and he said, Mrs. Klein, what would you say if I told you your son's shunt had come out of his head a year ago in August? Someone who hasn't been filling up in faith would have said, oh, we have to have surgery. And I think that's what he was expecting me to say, or maybe not because... I said, well, then I would say God healed him. And he said, you never cease to amaze me. But it's what I was putting in my heart. I was fighting. I'm, I'm against what God is against. He's against sickness and disease, sorrow and pain. Jesus was nailed on a tree for us. So we don't have to bear that. God did it for us. By his stripes, we were already healed. And I was fighting for that and, and am. I fight for that. Jesus took stripes for our healing. So I want to take advantage of that. Why would I say, oh, well, that's, that's nice, but I'm just going to, I'm afraid. And I'm just going to go to the doctor. And that's an okay place to be, but it's not the best place to be. You don't want to live afraid because living afraid is living opposed to living in faith. And living in faith is knowing Jesus having confidence in him, knowing that he's going to do what he said he would do and that you're a part of him and he's a part of you. You're in agreement. That's what he said. He said, when we're in agreement, you can ask whatever you will and it'll be done for you. So if you're in agreement that by his stripes you were healed, you can ask and it will be done for you because you're in agreement. You believe. If you're not in agreement with him, then it's just not going to happen because you don't believe it. And if you don't take the time to get to know him, then apparently, obviously, it's not going to happen. And that's why so many people, you know, they, they have this circumstance, you know, something comes on them and they freak out and they want God to heal them. And most times it's because the doctor can't do anything and, and they're freaking out and they turn to God. And that's okay. I mean, something has to bring us to God and he's going to teach you how to live in his kingdom, and he might even give you that miracle, 
you know, first, but then don't walk away. Keep seeking him because something else is going to happen. The storms are going to come. And when you build your house on the rock, on his word, then the storm isn't going to be able to blow your house down. God is so good. He's so in love with you. And he wants you to know that, yeah, it's a, it's a fight. It's a fight to live out your faith. You have an enemy and it's a fight, but whatever is um, a fight is worth fighting for. And he is, and it's your eternity. And it's you being a witness for him right here on the earth and fighting to believe what he said is true. And when you believe it, it's gonna happen. You're gonna have the manifestation of his promises in your life when you believe. And so it's a fight to believe, Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing the words. You gotta fight to hear the word. And then when you hear the word, you gotta fight to believe it. And you push your circumstances out of the way and you just believe. I just feel Jesus reminding me of my first miracle with my son. He was in, he, um, his urine, long story short, was backing up into his kidneys. He was on medication. And I was hearing the word and hearing the word. I just had faith flowing out of me like you wouldn't believe. And, um, and everybody thought I was nuts. And God told me to go off that medication. So I met with his doctor and she encouraged me not to. But because I did what he said and I fought that fear and I just believed he was healed. Before that, his urine was backing up into his kidneys and I had to give him medication and I had to cath him. So I went off the, the uh, medication and I stopped cathing him because I had enough faith. God led me to do that because I had enough faith. You can't do that on your own. You know, so many times I see people doing stuff. Okay, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Don't exhaust yourself. You can't do it without dousing yourself with the word of God, without hearing God, without getting faith. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can try and try and try and try, and it's not going to happen. You have to have faith. It's faith. I remember I was listening to this man's teaching over and over again because I wanted the good life. I wanted the good life, and I kept hearing it and hearing it. I must have heard that message, I don't know, a thousand times, and finally it went off on the inside of me. I had faith to live that good life. It just ignited on the inside of me, and that's what happens with a word. You keep hearing it. You don't stop. You make a decision, you're going to hear it. It ignites on the inside of you, and then you have faith. And then God directs you in your faith. He's not going to direct you and you don't have trust in him. He's not going to tell you to go off medication or to give away your house in the midst of your fear. He's not going to do that. God is so good. And I know that he wants to invite you to invite him to come and live on the inside of you. In Romans, it says he's already knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in and dine with you. So he's going to hang out with you. He's going to teach you all this stuff I was talking about and more. He's going to teach you how to live in his kingdom right here on the earth right now and to manifest who he is, to do that greater work. He's going to change your life from ordinary to extraordinary. And when you have a crisis, he's going to be right there to tell you how to rid it, get rid of it, what to do how to overcome, how to change your circumstances. He's always going to be there. He's never going to leave you or forsake you. He's going to come and live on the inside of you and do all the things you expect him to do. The word of God says you'll never be disappointed. He told the disciples that he was going to go 
and that the Father would send the Holy Spirit to be with us all the time. You want that? I just want to pray that with you right now. I would be honored to pray that with you right now. If you decide you don't want to do it now and you do it some other time, all you have to do is ask and he'll come. That's all it is. There's no fancy prayer. All you have to do is believe. Just believe. And so let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to live on the inside of us and you want to be our God. And we thank you for doing that right now. We're asking you to come and to teach us how to live in your kingdom right here and right now. How to commit to you, be as faithful to you as you are to us. Teach us your way. Show us, Lord, who you are. Help us, Lord, to know you. Help us to hear you. Give us understanding, revelation, knowledge. We just want to be with you. you want, we want you to be with us. We want to be a part of your life and you a part of us, ours. And we already know you want to be a part of our life. You've already laid down your life for us. And we thank you for that so that we can be right with you, so that we can hear you, and so that we're never, never, never alone. You said you wouldn't leave us as orphans. So we thank you for that. We praise you and give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer with me, I'd love it so much if you let me know. You want to hear the word. John 1 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word is God. He is his word. And so you want to get that word in your heart and get to know him and then oblige him. And then he's going to manifest himself to you and through you. So if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. And um, I have contact information at the end of my video. God bless you. And thank you again so much for listening today.